It's December 31st, 2013, and this is the Turn-Based Attack. Yeah. <laughs> so turn based stack, your host this week, myself, Lee. I'm joined by Rob. Yep. Episode two. Yeah, I I keep thinking we're doing three because I forgot that we counted uh sorry that we didn't count zero, oh, that's zero, great. zero. Yeah. <laughs> We I forgot that we don't know how to count. Uh no, we don't. We started at zero. Yeah. Proper. Um we are here on New Year's Eve, the thirty first of <clears throat> December, the last yeah. day of twenty thirteen. That's right, that's right. To record a podcast on during a week when no news really happens and no new games come out. Well, so, uh, that's the- to be fair, we, we were going to record this last week. Okay, you don't need to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Steam sale happened. I, I couldn't be bothered to record a podcast. Yep. Uh, what's, what's cool um, about uh, today is a Dr. Luigi. So I'm going to get home and play that maybe for a little bit <laughs> and then head out to my, uh, my New Year's. Uh... Um, so what, do you, what, what have you been playing as a uh, well, um, you know, since we recorded the last episode, a bunch of stuff has happened. We we had Christmas. Obviously, we're on the <laughs> the cusp of New Year's Day, yes. so to speak. Uh, as we're, we're on, uh, what else do we have? We had Hanukkah. Sure, if you Kwanzaa. That Kwanzaa, twenty six yeah. Boxing Day, and all that holiday, all that great stuff. gaming deals. Yeah. yeah, pretty much every deal you could think of. And Christmas came a little bit early for both of us. In in the uh, obviously we talked about it on Longbox Radio. <laughs> sure, but we also talked about uh, the Steam sale a little mm-hmm. bit too. I believe early, just just a few seconds ago. But we we both got each other some stuff on Steam. We so did. We've been playing games that we've been buying for each other. I've been and playing then, all the the Steam games. I'm, oh, I'm not a huge PC gamer, but I have too many games now. To yeah, ignore. now you are. It can't be ignored. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's in that. And also, uh, Christmas also came early for me in the form of... Everything's coming early for Rob. And what was it? What'd you get? Why are you making that face at me? Our, our homies <laughs> at uh, Stoke Studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, They okay. sent me some preview code uh, for the Banner Saga since I've been hyping up their game so much. And it's rightly all so. all he talks about. Yeah, it's pretty much the only thing I care about right now as far yeah. as gaming is concerned. Human life means nothing Very to little compared to me. Yeah, to I'm just eating Saga. nachos, like really old nachos that yeah. I made like Your own human ago. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't care about any. Well, yeah. well, until you, as long as you get to January fourteenth, which is the release yeah. of Banner which Saga, which is two days before my birthday, yeah. and yes, pre-orderable uh, now. It's twenty yeah. bucks. That's yeah. that's uh, was it twenty twenty percent off. Uh, yeah, it's twenty five percent off. I think right now. Yeah. Oh, I, we should probably just. Pull no, it I'm up. pretty sure that is. I got Steam open here. I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, I'll double check just just for prosperity's sake. Yeah, just for prosperity's sake. You did get a preview code though. Which I did apparently get a preview was code. It's uh, very long. <laughs> yeah, it, the discount is twenty percent if you buy it right now. Um, in any case, the the preview code. Yeah, it's like a seven hour demo of the game, and it t- well at least it took me that long. I mean, I maybe I you know got up go get a drink of water or this or that. Mm. Let's be honest, it wasn't water; it was beer. But in any yeah. case, uh, it, man, that game I cannot say enough good things about it i it was everything i expected it to be from from the preview code that i played and uh and more and i'm actually really excited um for whatever's coming next like if if they're able to get us a review copy of the game that'd be super sick um and i'd definitely definitely look forward to that but um things you should know about the games basically it, it combines uh you know your favorite tactical uh, games from from yesteryear, uh, such as you know uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, I'm drawing some blanks. Disgaea. Here. Yeah, Disgaea. Just strategy and, RPGs. Yeah, any, any strategy or tactical RPG. Um, even some elements of XCOM a little bit in there too. In that, Which you in know, and of itself, I would argue uh, is a strategy yeah, RPG. No, yeah, no, it's it's there's a lot a lot going on there, and um, and it also combines Fire Emblem. How'd you miss Fire Emblem? Yeah, I don't know. I, my brain's not oh, yeah. working. <laughs> um, it also combines another interesting uh, storytelling aspect in the form of like. Um, you know how in games like Mass Effect or even something like a lot of people are saying it kind of reminds them of the Oregon Trail mm-hmm. in that you make these decisions um, outside of battle where basically, you know, a guy in your in your camp could be a drunk and he's running around, mm-hmm. you know, drinking and causing fights Art and stuff like that. Art imitates life, doesn't it, Rob? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this guy's running around drinking and causing fights in your, in your you know, your caravan and what are you going to do about it? And they, you know, he he picks on he picks a fight with the wrong people and they bring him to you and they're like look like you need to discipline him and you can either you know you're presented a number of options and at that point it's kind of like hey you know you know like 
six days ago when you made the decision to not discipline that dude? Well, guess what? He just burned down the whole camp. And at that point, you know, you're just like, well, no, but those are the kind of consequences (laughs) that you can have happen. Or like certain characters can just die. Like you're you're out of character now because you made a stupid choice or or perhaps it was a better choice in the long run. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just broke this. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, (laughs) uh, in any case, it's a very um, it's very like neat um neat game uh, i definitely recommend it. i'm going to be typing out more of a formal review of it and we'll put it up on the site uh sooner than than later i do want to see um a little bit more of the game and i think they're going to send us review code so seems to be the case um so hopefully we can get that and uh we'll, we'll give that a playthrough yeah. and then we'll we'll post up a review a full review um in the meantime though definitely pre-order this game if you really like strategy rpgs or you just want to play they do have the demo they still have factions available for free yeah factions is still free that's the multiplayer demo even check that out just the the tutorial on that alone is single player and you can actually do like little skirmishes in single player too Mm -hmm. and uh those alone are worth checking out but it um yeah definitely pick this game up it's 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 my most looked forward to game of 2014 so far. 2014 is going to be really boring and, for you in two weeks. Oh, man. It's crazy. There's nothing. Like, there's so many games coming out next year, but I'm most excited for this, like, small, like, indie project, which is which speaks no volumes to me. Yeah. So, in any case, uh, enough about that for now. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a myriad of things. Something I'm trying to go through right now from getting to end is Final Fantasy VII, the PC edition. Yeah. Have it's you? Got a, it's got a cheat. Am I correct in recalling that you've never <laughs> finished Final Fantasy No, VII? no. I finished seven. Okay. Multiple times. Um, Sorry. I must no, that's be okay. confusing that's you with some other Lee that I know. No. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I bought a bunch of stuff on Steam. I uh, been, not, That's not the only game I've been playing through by far. Uh, a lot of Rogue Legacy. Um, I mentioned last time I'd finally gone through Gone Home. In addition to that, um, I picked up stuff like Eldritch, uh, something called Electronic Super Joy, which is a oh right, very, you posted a little review on that. Yeah, right? a little very visually stimulating um, uh, platformer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really dig it. I dig the sense of humor in it. It's very hard to do humor properly in games. Yeah, for and sure. I think that game uh, actually has the inside track to it. Uh, Anti Chamber. I was playing a little bit of Chivalry. I got. Uh, have I got that to, too. Yeah, I've yet to 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 I download it. It's it's here. It's waiting. I can play it right now. You know what? Podcast over. <laughs> uh, just yeah, a bunch a bunch of different stuff. Got Gary's yeah. mod finally as part of that humble bundle. Played a little bit of that. Just uh, just cause two multiplayer, but mostly uh, I played Final Fantasy VII. Which I mean, we could talk about Final Fantasy VII until the cows come home. Uh, but I want to talk about the Stanley Parable, which is something I went through. I uh, think I got you that right. I believe you did. Yeah, yeah. How was it's it? A, it's hard to say that, that I'm finished playing that game. Uh, mm-hmm. The game is. Uh, it's a narratively based exploration game, I believe, like, like, built in Gary's mod, if I'm not mistaken. It, would you put it uh, in the same kind of, I guess, list as like Gone Home? Um, as far as the exper- the interactive experience, sure, Gone Home is more of a mystery. Uh, right. You're building more towards something. Where Stanley Parable, you're trying to mess with it. Um, <laughs> basically, in Stanley Parable, you are you play as Stanley, or you don't, uh, and you are in an office. One day you get to your office where you input commands that are showing up showing up on your computer every day in and out, and you, you love this existence. And then suddenly the commands stop, and everyone in the office has disappeared. Go. Um, so you kind of explore. You have a narrator kind of guiding your your every move. He's hmm. he's you know when you come to a fork in the road, Stanley went left. Well, whether or not you go left is completely up to you. Uh, and then the more you mess with the story. Um, you know, the more he tries to fill in the gaps, he's just like, okay, but you know, Stanley decided instead to go this way, blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point you can mess with it enough that it's inexplicable. And then the fourth wall comes down, uh, namely with some of the achievements in the game. Um, uh, for example, there's one that's just like click door 435 times and you go start clicking on it. And he's just like, well, that's hardly worth an achievement. Click on it 20 times, and you're like you're just sitting there clicking on it. It's like, okay, well, no, that's not enough. How about you go click on that door a few times? Okay, click on the thing. Okay, stand on this desk. And you're doing this for like 20 minutes, and you realize, like, what am I doing? Like, what is what are achievements? Like, you get an achievement for – you get the achievements on achievement for turning on achievements in the menu. Like, it's it's very self-aware. Yeah. Um, there's there's tons of new stuff. Like, I thought I'd, I'd done some of the main endings of the game because mm-hmm. uh, they're actually named endings. Like, you get there and you're like, this is the, this ending. And you're like, okay. Uh, but then you go to start the game again and something will have changed in the world. For example, I, I step out of my office one time and the entire floor is covered in paper. And I'm like, okay. why? <laughs> why? And there's just seemingly nothing different except the floor is carpeted in paper. You save your playthrough. So even if you... Uh, 
whether you die or complete the game, when you start over, that's still considered it's logging stuff you've done. Huh. So definitely save your game and continue from there because there's certain things like every run through you touch this computer and by the fifth time you run through the entire game and touch that computer, something different will happen. That's neat. Uh, it's a very, very neat uh, idea. D- interesting narrative messing with how kind of games are told and stuff like that. Um, the narrator's very entertaining. Does a very, very good job. Yeah, uh, isn't it the same guy that narrated Bastion? I... That that wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. I can't. I cannot recall off the top of my head. I'm, I might have heard Generic something like that. But... British actor voice, <laughs> but like the guy who narrated Bastion actually does a really really good job. And I I think actually the what's that super huge games or super giant something super super giant, giant huge man. That the company that made Bastion actually has a game coming out. I think sooner than later or it might already be out. It's like Transistor. I think it's called. Sure. Like, uh, the art for it's that girl with the. I huge played sword. very little of Bastion. Bastion is a game for all intents and purposes. <laughs> I should have loved the heck out of. Yeah. And couldn't get into. I I played it myself, and and it wasn't for lack of trying to get into it. Yeah, just at the time uh, there was just other stuff that was out that mm. I wanted to play a little bit more. So it's something I'll go back and revisit. But yeah. uh, it's also not a very long game, from what I understand either. So Bastion, yeah, well, I mean, it's indie, downloadable, whatever. You get what you pay for. Um, Final Fantasy VII on the PC looks great, runs really smooth. Well, it looks uh, about as good as FF7. Can. Well, yeah, no, but like they, they smooth out the polygons and stuff, so it does look different Better. than the PS1 version. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, no complaints there. Seven is far from my favorite Final Fantasy, but damn, that is a solid game. Um, it gets a really like from myself included a bad rap with its extended universe they've done to that game and just how they've added so much more to these characters than I think ever was intended to be. Like, yeah. The romanticizing of Sephiroth and his his story and stuff like that when he's he's a, he's just a maniac he's a maniac lab experiment yeah. that you have to shut. Well, they try to, to flesh him out a little bit because yeah. they don't really do anything Give with him his an character. Angel wing, yeah, one wing, the so, one wing angel. So deep, bro. <laughs> uh, no, but the game's really good. Uh, it's very addicting. The materia system, the materia yeah. system, I still think is one of the better ways they in, ever implemented magic and I still prefer abilities. FF6. I still prefer the the equip and esper learn its its skills and those skills yeah. are, it's also the same system that FF9 uses for items sort being of. equipped. Yeah. yeah. And then 8 to a lesser extent. No. You're basically you're equipping I, I, summons. I skip 8. Okay. Well, 8 I also got on the PC care of uh, one of my canes. So uh um, Oh, it has a achieve- see. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have played these games again. But I look at these achievements. I'm like, this seems really fun because it makes you actually be very complete in a playthrough. And I'm yeah. like, well, how can I do this without a guide? Do I know enough about Final Fantasy VII and maybe eight? And there's some achievements in there. They're like, that's the the last thing you do. Like you have to beat all the weapons. You have to get the Knights of the Round materia. Mm-hmm. Meaning you have to get a black chocobo. Meaning you have to do the whole chocobo breeding a gold garbage. Chocobo, you mean. Uh, a well, gold chocobo. Sorry, yeah. black and then gold. gold yeah. Black can also make it to the island though. I think. Can't he? Uh, I think he can fly there, but I don't think he can land there. Because I think it, it can't land on an, on uh, flat ground. Nothing gold can, can stay. That's right. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, stuff like getting Eris's, uh fourth limit break. That's tough. The great gospel. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not hard to get. It's hard. It's hard to to. Don't you have to have a certain number of everything? Like a certain number of times you run away, a certain number of battles. I believe won. it's just it's the last digit. Or I think it like was that. never that complicated. From my I'm understanding, per- it's know. you use the first limit break of the level to get the second one, and then it's enemies defeated. There's just a volume of enemies you have to defeat with that character for it to unlock the next one. She's uh, she's right close to getting it. So great gospels is like an overpowered limit break in that game though. well i think it's like yeah like you heal everything that or like it heals completely heals every uh yep. every stat. status element yeah. hp mp so and makes you invincible. we might as well just say how to do it since uh we have some listeners who are probably pretty keen on the game how to and get people, great gospel yeah here's you how to, you do you want me to dish i've, I've got a i know a how to do it right here. Like, i did it so okay, well, let's uh, see. Here. basically you go to the golden saucer you go yeah. through the whole thing with uh dine when you go to the prison underneath with barrett after that, you get the buggy. When you have the buggy, you're, you can cross rivers and streams. To the east of the gold saucer, uh, there is such a stream you can cross, in which case there's a cave on the other side. Uh, in that cave is a man sleeping. Uh, sometimes he'll tell you random gibberish. Sometimes he tells you how many battles you fought in. Uh, the last two digits of the number of battles you fought in has to be a duplicate number. So 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, etc. If it isn't, you walk out. Fight some monsters, go back in. Occasionally, he gives you a boltering. This is not what you're after. Do it again to the next 11. Talk to him again. He's going to give you an, uh, a key item, actually, called Mithril. Yep. Uh, go ahead. Keep playing the game and stuff like that. Uh, eventually, when you get the min- uh, the tiny Bronco, um, there is just a random mansion, like weapon 
it's called the Weapon Master's House or something, uh, on the southern tip, uh, south of the uh, of Cosmo Canyon. It it stands out like a sore thumb, thumb. You can't miss it. But after you have the tiny Bronco, there's actually a cutscene in there. The guy in there tells you you need to go to the Golden Saucer again to get the key to open the t- ancient temple. Also, if you have the Mithril on you, he will mention you can have something out of one of the two boxes in his place. There's a small box and there's a big box. The small box is the limit break. I don't even know what the big box is because... Who knows? A potion. Something to troll you. <laughs> uh, and then at that point, it's an item you have in your inventory if you haven't played yeah. Final Fantasy VII before. Uh, she, Eris would then need to have all of her previous six limit breaks across three levels. Mm-hmm. You click the item. You click her. She learns it. You use it maybe once or twice. And then, spoilers, she dies. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, that's actually one of the more challenging. Um, that's probably one of the harder limit breaks to get. The other one that it, really stumped me was... I don't think it's hard to get. It's just missable because you can only get yeah. it on disc one. Also... Yeah. Um, Tifa's level four limit break is really tough to do if you have no like if you yeah. haven't figured well, it I out. I had the problem of I'm using a 360 controller to play it on PC, Ooh, so I had to relearn tough. the song by yeah. ear because on a PS PS1 controller I'm like dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I got this on a 360 I'm like clicking sticks and put, and holding down shoulders while pushing other buttons and Ooh. I figured it out though yeah. Um, so if you don't know how to get Tifa's, you go into her place. <laughs> let's, in, let's tell you how to get every limit how break. To, yeah. How to with Final yeah. Fantasy VII. Uh, regardless, you go into her place. Nibelheim. Nibelheim. And you go and play the piano in her place. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically you, play you the just play theme. the yeah the overworld theme. So yeah. there you go. You can do it in disc one. You'll get a gill. out of the, It falls out of the uh, the boards of the piano. Yeah. That tells you you've played the melody right. Do that again in disc two or three with Tifa in your inventory or your party. Your party. <laughs> uh, and you get the limit break. Yeah. The, the seventh. So there you go. In case you are listening and yeah. are playing through FF7 again. Who else is Limit Break? I, like, again, it's all fresh in my mind because I'm just playing it, so I could literally tell you uh, how to yeah. get all of them. Try me. Try me. Try one more. Do Sid. Sid. Do Sid. Uh, his Limit Break is found on the ground in the sunken Shinra sub, uh, plane. Once you get the submarine, you just go into the inlet where it is, and it's just on the ground. There. It's, called, what the, it's called uh, the High Wind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is this really happening, right? It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? One more. Come on. Uh, let's you. do... I dare you. Let's do... Vincent. Vincent, you have to get the submarine and go one. find the waterfall, which you have to visit a couple times. I don't know the exact uh, specifications there, but basically that waterfall is a side quest. Uh, you yeah. get both his weapon and his limit break from that waterfall. Yeah, which is his nice. final weapon, his strongest yeah. weapon. Yeah. All right, let's Final Fantasy Seven podcast, 2013. Yeah. Uh, yeah 20 so... years too late. <laughs> Some guy. 20 yeah. years too late. <laughs> Anyway, well, I found something really neat. Uh, that Internet Wayback Machine website, oh, I love where you that can website. type in stuff and just any, look at a web- pretty much any URL or any like search query. I went and I looked up the Final Fantasy VII website from 1997. Ooh. Huh, it's fantastic. Have you ever seen the Space Jam website? It's still up. Yeah, you don't even need the Wayback Machine. No, it's you just don't. up. Someone's it, paying. It, it might as well. Warner Brothers is paying bills. <laughs> yeah. for that website, and it is incredible. Yeah. yeah, if you are listening to this and you are near a computer, definitely check out the uh, Space Jam website. It is. Badass. I believe I your microphone it. might be on the move. We got some news, Rob. Yeah, we do. There's not much. I'm, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for this crap, but mm-hmm. it's happening. We already talked about the Steam sale and all the great things it oh, includes. Oh, man. It's still going until the third. Yeah, so. Every eight hours, things are, just f- are flopping over. Alan wakes like a, a, a single pube. You, you, mail it, <laughs> you mail it away to Valve. They send you Alan Wake. Jesus. Uh, so check that out. Uh, PSN Plus, not to be outdone. PS Plus, if you're a uh, PlayStation Plus member, in January, you're getting some pretty cool free deals. Yeah. Uh, don't starve. Uh, a little indie mm-hmm, venture mm-hmm, coming out, mm-hmm. which is a great PC. Will game that be enjoyed. on PS4 as well? Uh, PS4 owners will get to take yes. <laughs> According to this, it will be. It'll Excellent. be on PS4. Something to play on your PS4. It's also Fantastic. only five dollars on uh, Steam sale at this particular moment. Although that's a flash sale, mm-hmm. so that's so do it, not going to apply. Right do now, before we're done recording, <laughs> you hear this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bioshock Infinite is also included in that, which is pretty great. Uh, that's if you free, haven't, right? it's free. If you haven't played Bioshock Infinite, uh, you have no excuse to now. It's my game of the year, as you may have heard last last podcast. So check it yep. out. Uh, in addition to that, Brothers, um, a Tale of a Two tale Sons, which is a game I've been meaning to pick up, uh, whether it be on PC or whatever. But if it's going on PSN Plus, that's where I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. So not bad. Cool. Um, some cool stuff too. I believe uh, there's some discounts, or that might be Europe actually. Europe gets some pretty cool deals on PSN Plus. Definitely, too, right? yeah. yeah. Europe got, gets a lot of good stuff that we really don't even see, like as far as deals go at all. It's it's kind of bothersome, actually. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like stuff that I would pick up if it was discounted, but not stuff I want to pay full price for. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not not to say it's not worth it. Speaking it's just not, not interested enough. 
if you want some slightly waterlogged computers and desks, uh, you might head down to Hello Games, yep. uh, who got completely flooded out on New Year's Eve. They learned, uh, sorry, on uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. some Eve. Uh, they learned recently that they are not insured for the flood damage as they were in a flood uh, zone. So Hello Games is kind of boned right now. Um, they have a sense of humor about it, uh, as they tweeted. On a brighter note, no insurance means we can just wade in and start setting up things straight. Hello Games, assemble. Um, Apparently, a lot of people in the video game industry have reached out to them with with uh, condolences. Uh, most recently, people petitioned Phil, uh, talked to Phil Spencer, vice president now of Microsoft Studios, um, and they're like, "Hey, can you can you help them out in some way?" And he actually was one of the people who was like, "Yep, let's see what I can do." So, uh, video game industry helping video game industry. Hopefully, get these guys back on their feet after showing uh, the very I- intriguing No Man's Sky at the VGX Awards, which arguably the best part of the VGX Awards. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, no, we tweeted at them, and uh, definitely they they they're they're pretty cool guys. Like they definitely uh, did not need that to happen with this game that they're currently working on. But anybody did? They did yeah. say, no, they did say that uh, pretty much they can just plug into any computer and start working on their game. Right? You got the cloud, so, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all in the cloud, sky. man. Yeah. It's all in the clouds, man. Yeah, take naked pictures of your body and put them in the clouds. Uh, Warframe. <laughs> is listed for the Xbox One by Peggy, so we might see Warframe, the free-to-play ninja action game. I did Xbox not one. like that game whatsoever. I've downloaded that game on two separate consoles, uh, both the PC and the PlayStation 4, and have yet to fire it up once. I had some issues with that game that I was really unimpressed with. Um, but it's free, though. You can't complain. It's free, bro. Well, bro. It, it's not that I'm going to complain. It's just I'm not going to play it. So, Speaking of issues in a game that people did pay for, uh, Battlefield 4... The fun continues. Ugh, uh, these guys. Have you taken a look at their issue tracker on their website? I haven't them? seen it, but I know it exists. It's um, fantastic. It's cool. Like the, <laughs> the idea, the concept is pretty cool. So they have a forum post that's basically stickied, I guess, uh, that's tracking all their known issues. Some of the ones have been fixed. Uh, some of them, which will make you never want to play a shooting game again, uh, are listed as such. Like, I'm just going to list the things that are currently not fixed for Battlefield 4. These are ongoing issues. The sound loop crash. Join queue disabled on consoles. Squad spawn sometimes positions you under the terrain. Desynchronized game world where objects have different states for different players. <laughs> Bug accounting for large amount of crashes on 360. Hit markers and crosshairs sometimes disappear. Rubber banding issues for some players with solid internet connections. Some instances of no hit effects and no damage to opponent in your sights. So you line up that perfect sniper shot. Nothing nope. happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you didn't actually. Damage Sorry. received is sometimes delayed by a few frames, and sudden frame uh, rate drops during certain in-game events. Uh, apparently, to, as of today, they were having just random crashes. That that's a completely new, unexplainable issue. Um, so get get on it, EA. You made a broken game. Well, EA is actually. Um... There was a. I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but there was actually a, a League of Legends player that basically. Uh, he he was targeted by this like hacking group called Derp, and they they brought like EA's website down. They brought League of Legends servers down. They brought Dota down. Uh, they they brought a lot of different games down, and uh, like just their their servers and whatnot. And um, man, this guy I, his name's Phantom Lord. I think I have no idea really what's what caused it to happen, but. Um, it's crazy. Like it's the the stuff that that guy went through. They swatted his house and stuff like that too. Like uh, wow. called called like a said that there was a hostage situation in his house and stuff. It's nuts, man. Like like don't mess with hackers because they'll they'll get you. Um, the internet's the wild west, man. You can't, yeah, that's, you can't that's put that's laws thing on it. Too. Someone wants yeah. to bring your stuff down. They can. They and will. will. Yeah. Um, there's no. There's they'll no make way your life it. crappy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Well. <laughs> yeah. You know they. Honestly, no one deserves worst that. worst company in the North America, right? Unless you're gay, then it's the best company. Uh yeah, yeah. they That's do. We Take your year. hat off. I didn't that, know they man. did that census. Hey, can we get all the gays in the office, please? Okay, we're just going to need you to answer a few questions. Yeah, uh, I guess that's how that goes down, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, Square Enix mistakenly breaks exclusive DLC contract in Japan. Watch out. Watch out, buddy. People take this stuff very seriously. Uh, if Japanese fans of Lightning Returns Final Fantasy XIII, which is out in Japan now, uh, want to play through the game brandishing the flowers of Final Fantasy VII's Eris, sorry, that's Aerith. Yeah. Aerith. Uh, they'll need to purchase the V-Jump Strategy Guide. 
from Square Enix. That Square Enix is exclusively bundled, sorry, with the DLC. Um, apparently, for three days when they posted the Final Fantasy VII Cloud and Final Fantasy X Yuna costumes, along with it, they posted the Aerith costume. Uh, and some people are very upset about this because they bought the strategy guide just for that costume. The costume looks fine. Uh, yeah, then they took it down. This raises a whole new thing but about video games they, when did you guess because it might be old now. So this is a couple days old yeah yeah they yesterday they switched it back now yeah. now if you do have if you're if you're in japan and you have that uh you can like they took down the costume because they were like oh it's exclusive to people who bought this you can still re-download it yeah but yeah. now people now then a whole, a whole bunch of people complained and said well what if we just want to pay for it yeah and, and square like, enix is like, like well, everyone <laughs> would say in yeah. the first place and then square enix is like oh okay fine it's back up for sale again so now you can just buy the dlc costume again apparently so if you bought the guide, so you just boned. If you bought the guide, you bought it for no reason um, aside from having a guide. Listen, I guess. if you're going to impose exclusive stuff like this, you can't slip up. You can't. Yeah, you're you're you know you're promising someone something and then giving it to everybody. I, I don't believe in exclusive DLC, especially when it comes down to. I, I don't mind the limited edition stuff, not online passes, mind you, but something where like you want to incentivize someone to buy your game new for sixty bucks. If they're going to slip the heiress. Uh, DLC costume behind the manual on a copy of Lightning Returns. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. That's fine. For sure. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, when it's paying for online or something, you know, for online passes, EA's obviously abolished that, so it's not a big deal. Uh, but to get for, yeah. you know, hey, buy, go buy 30 bottles of Mountain Dew and we will uh, tweet you a URL. Go look this up on an, an Internet Explorer browser and you'll get yourself a new Halo helmet. Uh, that stuff's unnecessary and... Uh, there was stuff like uh, Tomb Raider was... I'm trying to think of things that do these crazy, crazy, like, buy other stuff to get cross po- cross I think it was Tomb Raider. had, like, a co- like a, a statue that was out from, like, McFarlane Toys or something. And you bought that and you got multiplayer DLC. Mass like, Effect had It was Mass like Effect that. Yeah. that did that. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, the action figures. The, the Liara... Um, uh, the, it was all the, <laughs> all the action figures of, like, Shepard and Garrus and all that. Also had, like, a code where Rex. you... Yeah. Uh, Shepard. Shepard. That's your Rex? Garrus. No, what's Garrus? No, Garrus has like four voices. I'm just trying to finish these. (laughs) I'm just trying to finish. Anyway. Calibrations. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was the, you had to purchase an action figure and it came with a code which gave you like, um, like one of those like little booster packs for the, the online mode in, in Mass Effect 2, I think it was. So it's, it's actually pretty, like a, a pretty cool, uh, like little system that they have. I like cross promotion for sure, but I mean, you know, eh. <laughs> I, I don't think it's ne- necessary. It wasn't worth talking about until they, f- they messed up. Basically. Yeah. Like, so. That's the one. Well, the other yeah. thing too, is I'm really glad that the, that it hasn't gone to this extent yet where it's like, you get like a, a an exclusive thing that will really change your gameplay experience. Well, I mean, like I want to play the entire game as, as, th- as the slum as flower Aerith. girl, as Aerith. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that the PC version kept it. Kept it real. Kept it real with Eris. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, as I just sent you the link there, Rob. Uh, yeah. That is Call from from uh, of Beck and Call from it Mighty is. Number Nine. It is uh, Mighty Number Nine's co-op character design wins fan vote by less than three percent. It was close. It was close, but this particular yep. call came out victorious. And there she is. I, I think this was the original design that I saw. That unif- unif- I don't. This is this is my right? favorite one. I don't. But I'm fine. With I'm it. trying to. S- find the other ones but uh if you click a vote hyperlink it's there yeah um you know they're the one with the little hat i like that one when she kind of looked like a like a flight attendant i don't know you know they're they were all cool designs like for sure i mean you could have really gone with any of them i I, it would be really cool if they offered them as like an in-game alternate or something like that Mm -hmm. but if the main one was her uh regard i mean that can't always happen but i'm down with all all of them she kind of reminds me a lot more of roll like from sure. Mega Man this and way. I think that, obviously what the they're idea. going for. Yeah. yeah. But it only, she only won by like 3%, right? So yeah. it's like... It's close, man. A lot yeah. of people are pissed off. It's like the you president. and I should have voted. Yeah, yeah. Damn. We Can't complain if you don't vote, right? Uh, <laughs> that could have been the case. Yeah. Uh, we'd make up the 3%. <laughs> uh, North American European eShops closed temporarily. Nintendo had some issues when they released the Pokemon Bank in Japan. Uh, people went bananas. Uh, and they crashed the eShop. Nintendo couldn't handle it. So they went down for, uh, I think it was like 8 hours in the middle of the night. The uh, eShop? Yeah. yeah. They went down for a few hours, came back up, and no no issues after that. So mm-hmm, good for mm-hmm. Nintendo taking care of it. Sony, on the other hand, Ugh. isn't talking about their PlayStation Network issues, but there's issues with the PS4 right now. Big <laughs> issues. 
Uh, did you want to revisit had, that in a moment? I, I haven't had any issues myself with it, but that's because I haven't I really... can't even view my friends list. You know what? I've had problems with my PS4 since I got it, and mostly they've just been little minor things that I've really... Like it not turning on. <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't turn on. It would It would turn on, and I would get... You know, picture, but no audio. And I'd be like, that's weird. And I don't know if it's my TV that's doing that or if it's the fact that it's waking up with a sleep mode and it's just not realizing there's a full connection or something. I don't know really what the technical reason for it is, but it's definitely an annoyance. Um, I, it's not something that I'm like, oh, that's it, Sony. I'm done with you. I'm sending it back and I want nothing to do with you. I don't really care that much. Like, I'm not, I'm not upset about it yet. When it gets to the point where there's something like, you know, the disk drive doesn't work or I'm not able to play games, yeah, then I'll then I'll start jumping on the bandwagon of Sony's the devil. But for now, <laughs> uh I and you know, I don't even think I actually would jump on that bandwagon because they've they've never really done me done me wrong. So Until now. No, yeah. not even now. I just Why you know not? what, there's not very much for me to play with on my PS4 right now. And I and as much as I want to be like, Woo, PS4, yeah. I I'm like, yeah, I have there's like four games right now that I'm playing and there are uh, three of them are on PC and one I borrowed from you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Smash Brothers news: They, uh, they yep. Sakurai revealed a uh, Rainbow Road inspired stage was a scrolling stage. Looks pretty neat. Yeah. And Princess Zelda is also confirmed as a fighter. And I think maybe since the last time we recorded, uh, Rosalina and Luma also can, confirmed as fighters. Yeah, lots of princesses. Well, be, there, there be needs to be that of fair share of, uh, of female characters for sure. And um, you know, going back through through Smash Bros, ha- there has been. Uh, a few female characters, obviously Samus, Zelda, uh, slash Sheik, if you identify Sheik as a boy or girl or whatever. I'm very um, confused on that front now. I actually they gave her boobs in Brawl. Well, here's the thing. I actually went through the like official Zelda Wikipedia, and it's well, that's weird. Got, it's got to be real. It's, no, they, they address the fact that... Uh, Ambiguous. That, that it's... That there's there is a large debate over whether or not Sheik is actually a girl or a guy. Like Zelda, just magic yeah. wiener. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much it. They're like, well, yeah. she does. She fully transformed well, herself in Mokarina, into a male. It looks it's a it's a male. Like it's it looks she looks yeah. more male. Yeah, yeah. but I masculine mean, structure to her. But then when they did, they like, hey, we're gonna use the unused Twilight Princess Sheik design, and then it's like, oh, well, now it just looks like Zelda in a costume. Yeah. No, I I mean I I'm not I'm yeah. not really worried about like I don't really care about that. I'm just is the character good? Yes, then I'm gonna use it in Smash. So. It's like the poison debate all over again. <laughs> Sheik, what's up? What's uh, up with that? Uh we don't know yet if Sheik is a transformation for Zelda or a separate yeah, character or Sheik, in the game at all for Sheik that. Sheik hasn't even been announced for the game no. and uh all did it the same way. They announced them separately. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, during, no, during I'm, I'm looking time. forward to that game <laughs> if somehow I can play with a legitimate controller. That's a really <laughs> big issue right now, is that I'm so comfortable with a GameCube controller for that game. Oh, man. More so, like, in the same way that people get comfortable with, like, arcade sticks or fight pads. Exactly. And they can't play with anything else. Yeah, I can't uh, play Smash without a GameCube I tried using now. a classic controller, and I just couldn't. I mean, I tried to play. Weird. I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, classic controller versus level nine CPUs. Here we yeah, go. Good luck. That didn't turn out well. Uh, but yeah, uh, the game, the Wii, the Wii U pad is is fine. But when you're playing a Smash Brothers game, there's going to be something very familiar. You need that GameCube or N64 injection. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I yeah. don't know, man. I mean, still excited for the game, all the same. But whatever. Anyways, meters charged. It's time for the active time conversation. <laughs> move Rob alright first uh, first thing I'm going to do actually all three things I'm going to do are attacks but the first I'm going to be attacking uh, we very briefly touched on it a few seconds ago or a few moments ago rather uh, trophies in uh, video games that require little to no effort uh, yeah, that is something Parable makes fun of <laughs> that is something that really annoys me um, especially from the perspective of someone who views a trophy as something that is an achievement yeah it's an achievement it's <laughs> ironically not, yeah it's not something that you should just be able to get and these like the thing that really pisses me off is like the trophies that you get for not playing a game for like a week and then coming back to it. And it's like Stanley oh, Parable has a, a joke about that one too. Flower has a trophy that's yeah. exactly that. It's like oh, don't play Flower for seven days and then come back. Uh, to it. Stanley Parables is don't play Stanley Parable for five years. 
Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I saw the just a couple good ones. Hold on, I'm gonna read the keep sure. going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the other thing that really annoys me is uh, just like you turn a game on, you play through the uh, the intro sequence or intro movie, and as soon as you're you're starting to actually play the game instead of watch a cinematic for the first time, trophy. It's like. What, like what is the point of that there's no there's nothing like congratulations you sat through the intro here's uh here it is um so there's it's just called go outside and it's don't play stanley parable for five years there's you can't jump no seriously we disabled it uh that uh, sure complete the stanley parable in under four minutes 22 seconds not including load times uh, one here is just called Complete Stanley Parable. I'm not sure there's a way to beat the game, but maybe Who there knows? is an almighty ending. Yeah. Uh, and there's one that's just called Unachievable, and the description is it's impossible to get this. I really want to play that game. It's I'm fantastic. not going to lie about it. I, but I don't know if this computer can run uh, it. Commitment. Play the Stanley Parable for an entire duration of a Tuesday. Wow. So the entire day, you just Stanley Parable is on. Running. I believe you have to play because it resets itself if you don't. Huh. Uh, and then there's one just called 888888888. The description is 888888888. I have no idea what that is. Um, try holding down eight. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I should fire up the game and just try that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, that's pretty much my whole thing is just, you know, I think that trophies should be something that are um, that are actually meaningful. And unfortunately, only the gold and platinum trophies are really I, actually I don't think that's something. the case. I mean, achievements in any case are, are it's EPiness, right? Yeah. What's cool about achievements when they're utilized properly is you get some while you play through the game to give you that extra little boost where you're just like, oh, I feel like I'm completing something. I'm, I'm yeah. working towards something. And then you beat the, you get to the end, you realize you've only unlocked maybe 10% of the trophies. Exactly. And then you look up the other ones and they're all meta game stuff. It's like yeah. not necessarily kill this many guys with this weapon. Those are like the more common ones, but something like in this level, do this with, and it's like, it's something difficult. It's a challenge yeah. in what was you actually a pretty easy moment in the game. Well, one of the, I think that the trophies, uh, what I should say is that I think trophies should be used to extend the life of a game or give give a game some additional uh, playability as opposed to just rewarding things that a player would normally do. Like you said, go mm. back to a level and play it a completely different way than how you played it. Mm. And that, you know, sometimes games have that. Like your Metal Gear Solids, you know, those have trophies for like don't get spotted. There's a the cheap the version game. of it, which with like Ninja Gaiden Two, which is an already difficult game. It's like go through the entire game with this one weapon. Exactly. It. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's almost that's unreasonable, mm -hmm. but you know, th those are the things that trophies should be made specifically for. So, I mean, yeah, that's my attack, my first yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> got got a bunch lined up. Yeah, Kane over here. Uh, so, um, I, I don't have any really good ones this week. Um, but one thing I am going to attack is how Steam handles their early access or games in beta for sale. Like Greenlight stuff? Or yes. Okay. Or just, in, or like just some, early something like Prison Architect or even like something like Starbound. <laughs> I uh, really I get annoyed with that too, especially if you buy into it outside of Steam. Yeah. That's uh, my so, big thing. You know, I, I, I look at something like Prison Architect and I hear about it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that sounds... When did Fantastic. you hear about that? Because I've I've had it for like a year now. I I just I was clicking around Steam and I saw oh, it. So man, I, I clicked it. And I'm like, this looks like something I might. This looks very. This this appeals to it's my interest. Neat. Yeah. Uh, and then I read a little disclaimer from the the developer, which is just like, this game is broken and full of bugs, but that's because it's not the real thing yet. Okay, it's an cool. Alpha. <laughs> Buy twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. F off, dude. Yeah. That's not how that I, works. I actually paid. I think I paid fifty bucks for it, or or maybe I only paid twenty. To my understanding, it's it's. It's you, it's playable. The only thing yeah. is, is they mix these games in with the other games, and they're like sale items too. It's just like Prison Architects on sale. You can get it for fifty percent off. It's not a game. It's it's a it's, it's an early alpha. access. It's a beta. Yeah. It's it's something very... like Starbound. People are playing like like crazy, and it's a beta, and they're for foregoing with it. Mm. But when you see it in the Steam store, it's mixed with everything else. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I hear you. There's not really a good uh, like on the sale itself. It doesn't really tell you that. There's not much I can complain about with Steam. But one thing I can no. complain is they have an, such an influx of Segregate games more. that they allow on their service, mm -hmm. and many of them are like, what What is this game? And it's burying something you want to get to, but because someone can basically release the 0 0.5 version of their game and charge money for it, uh, it it's it's buried yeah. under that. So someone's complete game is is missed by someone's project that could never be completed. Something like Starbound will be, but you know there's these other games that may never come to full fruition, or nor, nor do they need to. Um, well, Prison Architect is a very good uh, example Minecraft of one as the good example. Yeah, sure, Minecraft, Minecraft was free. To well, to a degree. Yeah. No, Minecraft the single player was free. My, Minecraft single player was free, and then the game eventually did come out. Yeah. 
and then you paid for it. And then that, well, now, that now you're definitely paying yeah. for it. No, now. yeah, you are, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still one of the better selling games of the, yeah, the holiday sure. season on 360. So why don't they, they don't do a retail version of that on every other console it's on? I cannot understand. No. I know PC retail is dead, but people are asking for it. The PS3, that should have been launched concurrently retail with it yep. you would sell so many more copies of that game mm-hmm. you have an infrastructure that can play by itself and a quick little mini attack on the end of it, like a counter attack like i attack like i i got hit i counter attacked with this and i have my real attack uh sony's minecraft version well whatever what of it uh it deletes your world if you play multiplayer Really? If you play couch multiplayer with a guest and save your world, when you go back to load it, it has been corrupted and must be deleted. I believe they may have patched this that's, at this point. Uh, hopefully that gets patched. But out. I did lose uh, six hours of Minecraft on the PS3, well, so that's always fun. Let's be honest yeah. here. Really, can you really lose anything with Minecraft? I'm building towards something. Well, I'm like trying well, to. I'm can. trying to get stuff I, done. I, I take that back because yeah. I've definitely. This one time I made like a giant uh, floating spaceship. Uh, sure. Well, it wasn't a spaceship. I made it to look like one of the Red Wings from Final Fantasy IV, as you may know. That's one of my favorite games. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, Jesus. That sounded real autistic. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, tr- <laughs> I tried to make it to scale and everything, and uh, I just, like, I can't remember what happened. I think I, del- I had to switch computers or something like that, or I don't know. Anyway, I lost it somehow, and. Can't get it back. I can't get that, ba- you that Red Wing back. see that ship again. Mm-hmm. Because that dad is too corrupted to load. Uh, go yeah. for it, Rob. It's your turn. Uh, my attack is going to be um, patches for patches specifically for consoles that are received as gifts. Holy hell, is, that is disappointing for a kid. For games that are so let, let me gifts. let me explain this to you. You're a kid. You're eight years old. The only thing you want for Christmas is an Xbox One or a PS4. You open it up, guess what? You got a PS4 somehow. Your parents paid $80 million for yeah. it. And your dad had to kill, your dad had to kill six men <laughs> yeah. in cold blood. And he got away scot-free. Yeah. Bare hands. Exactly. And there you have your PS4 or your Xbox One. You're eight years old. You're so excited. You want to play it. You got a game you're with it. You're eight years old. You're, you're, you go, <laughs> you, your dad helps you set it up. You turn it on. And the first thing you have to do is sit there while a patch downloads and... And it takes a couple of hours or a few hours or an hour or whatever. And it just really takes the the excitement out of it, I think. Like Christmas morning. Because you're, <laughs> it's such a tease. It's just like you can see it working, but you can't do anything with it other than look at it. And well, I, mean, I mean, sure it's functional you have offline. Others. If you don't plug it in, you, there's stuff you can do. Yeah. But you have to install the right? games. It's especially um, for the Xbox One where you know you, you have to patch it as soon as you get it up, it's, right? Xbox One has the smallest pack, patch of all of them, though. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But in any case, PS4 isn't that bad what I would definitely recommend is, uh, and the other websites have been doing this, most specifically Kotaku recommends it too, but if you don't read there... Um, Definitely, if you're a parent and you're picking up a new system for a game or for your kid or download a it on kid, flash drive. no, like what you do instead is pop it out of the box, patch it yourself, then gift it. Because all parents know how to patch. Uh, it's not that hard. You, you just follow the instructions. On I the think screen. it's hard enough. My parents yeah. would not know how to. My parents don't I know mean, how to access things also... that are already plugged into the TV. <laughs> Never mind plugging them how in. How do you turn on TV? How, which one's the Blu-ray player yeah. again? Um, I would say if you're savvy enough, then obviously plug it. Sure. Like if, if I was going to give it to my kid, or if you were going to give it to your, sure. to your kid, my, my fictional I, kid, yeah, you or I would would plug the console in first, patch it ahead of time, so the kid can open it and enjoy like, it right I away. I gave my Wii, I gave away you to my sister for Christmas. Yeah, and did she have to patch it right away? She had to patch. It was the it was the Zelda one, so there's less of a patch. And yeah. then she had to download Zelda exactly. in the midst of all of Nintendo's and online problems. And she still didn't have a... No, it's not terrible, yeah. but it's an inconvenience. It's, sure. it, that's why I would attack it. But so. it's also the whole instant gratification thing. It's just like, guess what? Your thing has to upgrade. When you buy a new computer, it has to upgrade. That depends on the computer you buy. You need to update, though. There's updates. Downloadable updates available. You no, know, and it's a thing. It's definitely a thing, and it's part of this generation for sure. But, you, but as a gift giver... Do the gifty a favor. Do the gifty. <laughs> and patch your stuff before you give it to them. Patch your console and patch it often. Wilfred <laughs> yeah. Brimley for PS4 patching. <laughs> Seriously, though, if you don't patch your stuff, oh, oh. I've okay. seen people See who like, have like computers that are just like, they're like updates pending for like software and stuff. And I just look at it and like my non existent OCD kicks in and I'm just like, oh, 
patch your stuff, please. This is a parody account. I'm looking for a real Twitter account here. I'm sorry. Um, my next one goes to Magic. And even though I'm not a like huge... Magic the Gathering? It goes to Magic the Gathering. It, it's a Magic. And uh, it goes to the year oh. of Luigi. <laughs> While I didn't... I'm not a huge fan of Luigi, nor did I enjoy many of the games released during this year. Nintendo did follow through, and they did something that only they can do, which is focus on one first-party character... <laughs> And just and that's that's their angle for the year for, and yeah, be successful at it. They had you know they had the new uh, Mario and Luigi game that took place in Luigi's head and it was all messed up. Yep. Uh, they had the Dark Dark Moon or whatever the, the uh, 3DS Luigi's Mansion. Yep. Uh, they got Doctor Luigi here at the end. They released a cool uh, statue on their Club Nintendo. They did follow through with this Mario Luigi or sorry the Luigi uh, Wii U game. Yeah, the the DLC. Yeah, uh, the harder the harder. Also levels. comes in the green case. If comes you buy in the green retail. case for Luigi. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Luigi got announced for Smash Brothers this he year. He had the uh, the 3DS bundle as well in yep. Japan that yep. has the all. It's it's white and it has all the different green shades of Luigi. Uh, with the not, one Mario on it though. How many <laughs> other companies can release? Four or five games featuring that one character, all be vastly different games. One yeah. of them is an RPG. One of them is a, a horror game. I don't know, what would you consider Luigi's Mansion? Uh, one of them is a platformer. One of them, you know, uh, and just focus on one. No other video game company c- can do that. Well, or or to the. You know they can't the do it as well. Yeah, of, yeah. Like I mean, sure. If Microsoft was like, we got five Halo games and four. Cortana War. Oh, and, they've already done that. Like, okay, sorry. It's called Halo yeah, Wars. My, my bad. Um, no, but I thought that was very neat. Reggie had a funny tweet yesterday uh, that I, I was, I think, the tweet of the year as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he was basically, please please conclude all Luigi-related activity uh, by 30 hours from now. Thank you. And it was like yesterday at 5 o'clock. So, yeah. uh, I, you know, good sense of humor. Nintendo, that's something that I think uniquely Nintendo can do. It speaks to the power mm. of their their niche audience of and like their characters that their roster of characters, yeah. first party characters, destroy anyone. So there's no there's no contest. Let me ask you something. Yeah, what do you think 2014 is going to be the year of Smash Bros? No, uh, what is character. 2014 character? Be? One uh, character. The, the year of I think I know. I think I know what it's going to be if they choose a character to do a year of. Character I, X, I don't think that's the case. I hope they do it because it would be brilliant. If I, they did. I want them to bring back Samus. Bam! That's what uh, I would that was. Say. The, yeah, yeah, they they have done her wrong. Oh uh, man, they've been no, doing her wrong for no, a long no time. No side scroller the entire DS generation. Yep. Are you joking me right now? No. Get Metroid Dread out there. You mm. keep teasing it. Get a proper Metroid game on the Wii U. Doesn't matter if it's following Prime. Doesn't matter what it is, honestly, at this point. But they need that side scroller presence on the 3DS. For sure. Uh, and they need something on the Wii U yeah. regarding Samus. Because you can't do Mario. Well, you can. And you can do it very successfully. But, you, you know, I want to see some more variety. Yeah. I, 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 that's Mario, Donkey Kong, it's Zelda. I get it. It's your bread and butter, but yeah. a lot of your properties are very pro- popular just because they are your properties. Give me a Super Metroid that is upscaled much in the way that, uh, you know, um, Wind Waker might have might have been sure. or something like that. Like, I, would play, I don't know if it has to be a remake, I would, but... I would buy a Wii U if it came out on a Wii U. Like, just to play so Super like Metroid. A 3D, like a 2.5D yeah, side like a Metroid. Shadow Complex-y Super yeah. Metroid. I would be so, like, excited for that. that would like, really... why hasn't that happened? Because it's Nintendo, yeah. So that's all you can really say. Yeah, they don't have the finger on my pulse. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, get your finger off my pulse. Yeah, any case, um, see what you got next, Rob? My last attack is going to be to the Nintendo Virtual Console sure. and the eShop. Um, my specifically the Nintendo brand of stuff. They have sixty six titles on it for a platform. That has been out for seven years now, I believe it is, the, the Wii. Well, and there are 66 games that are published by Nintendo available in that particular... Are you saying there's only 66? There's only 66 Nintendo published games in, in the Virtual Console. So I can't necessarily say that the Virtual Console is bad. I'm just attacking the Nintendo part. Because the one offering... game that I want... Yes. Okay, I just want to get Donkey Kong 64. But could you find that in there? No. Could you find it in there? It's no, it's rare. rare. That's yeah. why, and it's not. It, it's not in the rare. It's not thing. rare, like rarity. It's, it's, it's no. It's rare, rare limited. Yeah. yeah rare L L T. But rare, I mean, rare. I'll, I'll step all over my point. Isn't Star Fox on there? Star Fox, which one? Sixty four. I have no idea. I think I, I couldn't be bothered. In any case, Banjo I was. Kazooie isn't because that'd be on. They released those on three sixty. 
Donkey Kong 64 is in some weird no, limbo that they can't, it can't, it can't be pu- yeah. pu- it's like published Goldeneye. on there. And that, that really annoyed me um, because like every other Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong game 64 is that fantastic. I wanted to play was on there. And yeah. like, but I will kind of also counter my own attack here. I'll do my. I'll I'll get reflected back at me and yeah. say that I did be a sucker and get uh, Mar- Super Mario RPG. And, are the prices uh, better on the Wii now that it's discontinued? Or they're five bucks. I 10 bucks? think that the Super Mario RPG costs like eighty dollars. Yeah. Eight dollars, yeah, eight hundred yeah. points. Not so bad. I mean, sitting there being yeah. like, "Well, if I bought this game at retail, it would cost me closer to a hundred bucks, if at not more." Yeah, I think it's around sixty, and seventy. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's available to me on on the Wii, you know, console. I can play with a GameCube controller, whatever. I'll I'll buy that for eight dollars. I'll buy that for eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's that's my point for for the. Virtual console, whatever um, you want to call it. My last attack goes to, of course, the end of the year. We have Game of the Year lists coming out of the Yin Yang. Everybody's got their list. Everybody's got their thing to say. Lists. There's a lot of weird upsets in this Game of the Year run. Uh, Grand Theft Auto being left off a lot of lists, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But in its place, Assassin's Creed 4, Saints Row 4, Tomb Raider, Devil May Cry. All these games that during the year were 7s. Seven point. What do you give that? What do you give that game trailers? Seven, seven. What's your game of the year? Number four, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. No, you can't. I I, I like consistency. <laughs> You're gonna rate Grand Theft Auto a perfect ten. It's got to be on your list. Yeah. How can something be a perfect how, ten? Some, like The Last of Us. All anybody can do with The Last of Us is complain about it. They I, have they have their few really strong shining points, and then it's like. Well, you know, the combat's dated and this is wrong and it starts really slow. You got to give it two hours. Once you're out of Boston, though, the game gets crazy and all this stuff. 10 or 10. And, and game of the year. Yeah. I actually really no like problems. Last of Us, but uh, it wasn't in my game of the year list. Um, As someone who put out of, ten, out of five, Grand Theft Auto at number five, not be, obviously it was in my mm. contention. It's a fantastic, full, huge experience. I didn't like a lot of parts of it, but there's no doubting the time and the effort went into that game. Yeah, it's game of the year contender. I think that one of the like to to add to your point, I think that lists in general really don't follow a particular rule set. So like you or I yeah. or John Random can sit there and be like, you know, I'm gonna just make my top five game of the year list, and the first five games that pop into my head are gonna be on the list because they popped into my head first, mm-hmm. not because they were necessarily. So people the best come up with all these arbitrary rules to talk themselves out of including a game. Exactly. It's like if if that you feel that that's your game to include, do it by yeah. all means. Be true to yourself. True to your heart. Uh, like Dota, for example. Sure. Dota is a huge, huge video game yeah. that has a, a huge impact on the 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 medium esports, mm-hmm. uh, how people view games, how people play games. This is a very, very big deal. There's but players who it, actually are getting visas to go to yeah. other countries and play now. It, this the, this is a game that came out this year, yeah. but is well Dota two. Yeah. yeah, Dota two is defense of the agents. Uh, is is not. Being recognized. Have as you such. played Dota two, dude? I'm scared if I do that. That's, You're that's get it. In, that's man. it. I've I tried to play it, but my computer was too crappy. So I was like, oh, guess oh. that's that. Whew. But yeah. like you know, you have stuff like uh, things like games that I I, I like that are being um, mm-hmm. uh, identified for the right reasons. Something like Papers Please. Something oh, like man, that's so, good. Yeah, you, you bought that for me. Right? Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, so How good. Is that game? I love that uh, game. And then people like complain like, well, there's no story. It's like the whole game there is, is story. the story. Yeah. It's the immersion of the game. Something like Gone Home, people are, it's, you know, what's well, a 90 minute experience. And then people from the flip side of that are like, it's a 90 minute experience. There's, it's, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you think is your favorite games list, if you are set to defend it, someone will find some holes in it to poke through. Well, and that was something that you and I and yeah. Mike had too, where like one of us would be, oh, one of us would be like, in my top five, you know, I want Fire Emblem. And then the other guy's like, Fire Emblem, that game sucks. And it's like, well, I don't that's think that your... happened. But... No, not, not yeah. to that degree. But I yeah. mean, that's something that everybody does. But we do it more so because we're buddies. But at the same point, like you're saying, game trailers is like, well, this game's a 7 out of 10. And they turn around and say, it's actually our third game of the year. And it's like, why? Like, what, all of a sudden, that's... Yeah, well, I mean, I, that was a w- weird example. But Assassin's Creed 4, I mean, is fine. It's I a played really it. good game. I have not played it. I, I think I, more people mm-hmm. are surprised with it because 3 was so bad man. that they, they popped in 4 and they're just like, hey. I'm just right. tired of the glitches, man. That's all. That's, that's, that's all you were mad at? Well, 
You know, have you seen that one, the the boat rising over the water glitch from Assassin's Creed Four? <laughs> Sounds badass. It is incredible. Basically, there's like a a hole in the in the like where the boat should be, and like at a dock, there's like yeah. there's an animated GIF or GIF of it, if you will. Uh, it's GIF where where uh, essentially the boat. Like, there's people just floating like they're drowning in the water, but they're floating in, like, blank space. Mm. And you're just like, what's going on? Like, why? I'm talking, like, mankind in the mis- microphone right now. <laughs> but in any case, uh, there's there's people, like, floating in the in their, like, looking like they're swimming, like they're drowning almost. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the water, like, it looks like a waterfall, but they're floating in the air. And you're like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, the boat that, that they should be on rises out of the water I guess it's and a like feature, it's man. just like whoa it's like when luke skywalker lifts the the x-men no, he the fails swamp to on lift out of the yoda's when yoda do it does it yeah, yeah. yeah it's like that kind of except more epic remember somehow. when you were like holy crap holy the crap. force can lift it can lift an x it looks like it kills him to focus enough force energy <laughs> to lift that x-wing and then meanwhile the prequels happen and people are throwing buildings at each other uh, well, that was years. We're not going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it was stronger then. Yeah, it, the people force was. Yeah, uh, it's like Santa s- and Elf. As yo, long as people believe. Do you remember Starkiller in the Force Unleashed when he pulls the Star Destroyer out of the sky, yeah, buddy? What? And throws Tie Fighters like they're crumpled <laughs> okay. paper. Anyway, we can't talk uh, about that. No, we can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just saying. I, I understand when they when a, when a website compiles a game of the year list, they're using you know a review is one person's opinion. The game of the mm-hmm. year dish is everyone's opinion. Um, yeah, if you're gonna say this is our website's game of the year, you saw that red light too. <laughs> if you're gonna say that here, uh, <laughs> that this is our website's game of the year, it better damn well be what the website says. Uh, Consistency, yeah, that's all. We're saying. I agree with you on yeah. this attack for sure, yeah. for sure. All right, I think that does it for the active time. You got the key item already, Robbie? I, man, I've had the key item ready since four o'clock this Cue afternoon. Cue up that not Zelda sound effect. All right, so for the key item for this here 2013, our last <laughs> podcast of, of the year, yes. uh, across all of our podcasts. Really hyping it. This is, this is going to be a big one. This okay. is one this is that, that people always look back on fondly, and not just me or, or not just you. You hear about this game all the time when people talk about the all-time greats. Probably my favorite role-playing game of all time, if not close to... The one and only, undisputed, <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Okay. Oh, how could you not include this game? I'm not a in huge a Chrono Trigger of, fan. Okay, you need you and I. This is over. <laughs> this we're done here, man. That game. There are very few games that I can look back on and say that when I look back on this Come game, on, a and talking I, frog. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, when when I look back on a game, there's very few of them that I can look back on and say. That when I think about that game, it gives me a feeling, like a specific feeling that I'm just like, man, I remember at this point in the game, but I feeling. felt this way. Like, <laughs> yeah. for example, in the game, there's a scene where you know you get a robot in your party named Robo, yeah, how original, and he yeah, he gets beat up by a bunch of his like peers, and you're just like, why are they beating up Robo? And it's like it's really sad to see. It's like Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Sure, and it's just like you know. That I remember looking back and 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 that whole like the future scene in there just being so desolate and bleak and like how depressing that was and that evoked a feeling in me and I was like eight years old and I still remember that to today and there's other things about that game like the music is just so I mean it's mm-hmm. Nobuo Ematsu so it's yeah. like you're that, gonna that era that music that oh, man is so just, good is gonna nail it yeah it yeah. doesn't matter what it is it's fantastic he, he everything that he touched was gold I didn't and... grow up with Super Nintendo. I know, I know you didn't, and it's a shame uh, that you didn't. Man. So I had stuff like Fantasy Star and Beyond Oasis, and and games that are fantastic yeah, in their own right, for sure. Uh, I I will absolutely agree that the Super Nintendo had the 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 hold on on, on RPGs, JRPGs, yeah. uh, Secret of Evermore, Evo, Earthbound, the Final Fantasy series, Breath of Fire. Uh, you can go on forever, for sure, uh, with their mastery well, of we it. Will Chrono Trigger, I did not play oh, until. Final Fantasy Chronicles on the PS1. Of course. So which, I played it with cutscenes which came and loading with four, screens. Right? Four and came Chrono with four. Trigger. That's the first way I played four as well. Yeah, Wrap we talked about that on episode zero. Chrono Trigger is a very, very good game. I really dig the battle system in it. And it's yeah. a game that had I played at the, at time, the time it came out on the Super Nintendo, I probably would have loved the yeah. same as anyone else. 
but as such, my my Chrono Trigger Void is is filled with something different from the time. Uh, <laughs> I no man, that's that's a game that I will never be able to to fully give a quick rundown of the of the the plot. Of the uh, game. Essentially, the plot is you're this young young dude, young uh, Dragon Ball master. Who, who, yeah, basically, <laughs> you look like Goku. Well, the um, art the art style is done Akira by Toriyama, yeah. who actually is the same guy who created all the art for Dragon Quest, who created the one face and, model from Dragon Quest, <laughs> and, and, Dragon and as a result, ended up doing all the art well actually i think he did uh dragon ball stuff first yeah but uh, very iconic style of anime yeah if you see it you're like oh that he did blue dragon he did dragon quest he did chrono trigger and dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball gt whatever he is a very talented artist in any case you're playing the role of chrono who doesn't speak at all which is uh something that you see in super mario rpg is kind of a a nod to that as well Mm. um the silent protagonist yeah the silent protagonist chrono who essentially is a young man who gets swept up in a time hopping uh quest to save the world from a prophesized armageddon in which a creature named that old story uh, in which a creature (laughs) named lavos is unleashed from the core of the world uh and basically Brendan fraser was unable to stop and Brendan fraser could not stop him and no and i mean you know you got to stop this thing lavos so you go hopping through time trying to figure out you know who's trying to raise Lavos from you know his slumber, or how it? how you can stop him, and it's it, and I mean I'm probably butchering the storyline. It's been a really long time for me since I played the game, but it you is got the gist of it. It is definitely a game that you should check out. It was the first Super Nintendo game. I think it was, might have been the first game that I played that had multiple endings to it, mm. and actually got every single ending when I was a kid. When I found Sick. out, I, I beat the game, <laughs> and I was just like. I beat it and I put it down for like a year or two and then somebody told me there were like nine endings to the game and I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? I had that happen with Pokemon Red and Blue. I had gotten into it way late and my, my buddy and his sister were always like, hey, you're at the part we're at now. Yeah, I don't know what you're supposed to do. And they were at Victory Road and they didn't know you are supposed to strength the rocks onto the button. So what? suddenly, I'm, I come into the game five minutes late, and I'm just like, you know, there's more to the game. And Once then other go- people are just like... And then everybody's cool. heads exploded. Yeah. No, and that's uh, what happened to me with Chrono well, Trigger. But, I mean, that's the golden age of gaming when you... It was like... Word of mouth. I know yeah. how to get Yoshi in Pokemon, Pokemon Red. What? Hold on. You go to what? Mount Moon. Yeah. And you walk around in circles yeah. for a little bit. And then you, How to get Mew. you strength yeah. on the truck and cut the tire. The, the weird thing about that is that Nintendo and... Did put Mew in the game. Yeah, did put yeah. Mew in the game in such a way that if you did it in a really bonkers way, you could actually well, they, get Mew. Well, they put it in there so that there's a way without them having to debug the crap out of it. Yeah. They could get Mew in their game. And it's and no one discovered it until <laughs> and it's recently. it's very doable. Yeah. It's so easy to do it's, now. It is... Scary how yeah. how easy it it's is. Difficult that you have to catch an abra, which is well, hard to do with the beginning of the game. It's a it's a uh, dirty game. I still want to know the story of that goddamn truck. No one knows that because on the SSN, if you get someone to trade you something with cut, and you don't go on the SSN, and you come back with surf, and you surf to the right, yeah. there is a friggin' truck there. I know, I've seen that, and truck. it's the only sprite of a truck in the entire game. Yeah. And no one knows what it's there I know, for. And it's just there. There were there was always rumors that like if you had a Pokemon that had strength, you could push it, but you couldn't or you have could a cut badge. The tire with cut. Yeah. Or yeah. or you could uh, if you talk to the truck or like moved around it, you can get like a Merrill or something like that that yeah. just didn't exist. We're in way the off game. topic now. Anyway, uh, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger key item. Check that game out if you haven't played. Is it, it on Virtual Console? I don't know if it is or not but i'm sure that you can i think you can get it on the playstation network i could be wrong about that individually too, from chronicles i believe because i them think all so up. yeah um if not i mean try and find it on like try and find final fantasy chronicles think it is, or I don't think it is. you can find chronicles it's, yeah. it's still printed also so. not to be confused with chrono cross that Which does is the, that is one i'm hereby omitting that from <laughs> the key item key it can item. never be a key item to go me. to hell uh, yeah, and, uh, it's actually not that bad of a game. I just I did, was not kind to it when I was a kid. That was not what I, I was I, expecting. I always talk about that particular summer of video games. It was uh, Square Enix did their summer of Square, yep. and they released three, four games. Four I don't remember corners. what the fourth is, but it was Chrono know. Cross, it was Legend of Mana, and it was Threads of Fate. And I love Threads uh, of was Fate. Was Final Fantasy VII as well? I don't believe it was Final Fantasy no, VII. No, that, that would have been It was those three, maybe a fourth, and... Uh, and they buried the releases because people were like, a sequel to Chrono Trigger? Are you kidding me? Bought. And then the people who didn't buy that were like, a sequel to Secret of Mana? Are you kidding me? Bought. Then Threads of Fate came out and they're like, we're a new IP. And no one bought it. I actually uh, played Threads of Fate when Threads that of Fate's came an out. Amazing and game. that game is incredible. I actually... Move over, Zelda. I saw yeah, I said the, uh, the YouTube review that you did of that game a long time ago. Like, and it has like a and bazillion you, yeah, views And, yeah, and you look like a 13-year-old hey. boy. 
I'm here to talk about one of my favorite games, Threads of Fate. Uh, if you look up Better Late Than Never gaming reviews on the Tits of the Iceberg channel, which is called LNT Productions, there is a review of Threads of Fate, and I talk all about it. Yep. I don't talk about Chrono Trigger, so we've really done that game a disservice. For the record, the games that came out that summer from Square Enix Chrono were Cross. as follows. Uh, the RPGs were Legend of Mana, yep. Front Mission 3. Front Mission 3 was the other one. Final Fantasy Anthology. No, oh, that doesn't count. Uh, Three Threads of Fate yeah. and Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. What the hell were they actually. thinking? Also, Parasite Eve. Came, oh, sorry, that those two Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross were in November. Does so. that make sense? Let's the release last, the last four hundred dollars of, of new yeah. RPGs. Also, Parasite Eve two came out. That how yeah. insane is that? And then right after that in January, Final Fantasy eight. People what? don't remember that summer no. when I'm just yeah, like, how could you? Hey, remember the summer of Square where they released like 800 games and yeah. like no one could buy them all, and that's exactly. why all these games are most of those games on that list are expensive, rare games now because none of them had the chance to sell what they could have. Yep. If they were released a game a month, they would have dominated that fiscal year. No, all in one month. Well, I mean that's something to be said for Bunch the video game in- industry has changed in the last 15 years significantly. <laughs> there was a time when Square Soft at the time, yeah, re- how many games was that? Nine. Uh, well, that year they released, and most of those are like very critically acclaimed, good games. Chrono yeah. Cross, notwithstanding, <laughs> they they released that year over a dozen games, at least fifteen mm-hmm. games, and that mostly year. gold, mostly yeah. good stuff. And well, and yeah. some of it is re-releases, like ports. But yeah. they definitely I, did. Anthology was the first time five was released mm-hmm. here. So yeah. I mean, technically, people had a reason to buy that game. It was the first sure. time. That's when they revealed that like we've been messing with the the. The, the numbering the system. numbering system <laughs> yeah well we seven came out got, and we well, were like what yeah where did seven come from one two three seven five sir five yeah. uh that's that's gonna do it for 2014 yeah, right that will man i'll or give 2013, you 2013 well yeah sorry <laughs> we're done for the next year so you're gonna have to wait yeah. uh give you time to go say happy new year's to your to your lady before she goes off to work uh she's already gone leaves you oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's gone I, I she feel, left a while i ago. feel bad uh, uh no it's all good I well then more already. time to leave you with yourself yeah. um in <laughs> any case though that easy. that does do it for us uh next year some things you can look forward to from us lee what, what do you think what the hell what the uh, hell we're gonna definitely be writing some reviews yep. we're gonna probably see if we can get some kind of video component going whether it be video reviews or mm. quick let's plays or something like that uh if you can't get enough of our stupid mugs and 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 talking yep uh and then just in general i don't know what 2014 has in store we got a lot of stuff up in the oh, air man we've got um, some stuff in the air so we're gonna see i think it might be a, i think it might be a building year like we're building the team oh yeah 2014 and then 2015 would... things go down oh for sure yeah, 2015 yeah. is gonna be watch Listen, out world 2015 is going to be a great year. Yeah. We're not really looking forward to this next three hundred five days. There's like 26 podcasts in 2014, so look forward to that. Well, the interesting thing is that you have three podcasts and you mm-hmm. run them all bi-monthly. So two a month, right? Bi-weekly or bi bi weekly Two every two weeks you run a podcast, sure. which means you have. If anyone's interested in this, you have 56 plus 20. I'm basically in front of a microphone have, talking for you have 78 six, podcasts to record next year. <laughs> I'm gonna start crossing them off. Oh, <laughs> uh, you poor man! You poor. poor Charge man. those meters. We'll be back again in two weeks for myself, Lee, and Rob. This is the turn-based attack. <laughs> <laughs>